Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back to you. Thank you very much. Glad to be back. 35 degrees right now in Jackson. Areas of fog this morning, then becoming a pretty nice day. High today, 58. And that puts us uh, just above normal. Normal high for April 5th is uh, 54. So while it doesn't seem normal, early April, snow, uh, it, it is. We just haven't had those really nice, you know, 70 degree days in the middle of it like we normally do. No. I think this is the latest in the year. I haven't even thought about getting out on the golf course yet, but we've had a few days and I know some courses are open, but fair weather fan. Yeah, I'm sure uh, as the month rolls on, we'll start to see uh, more signs of spring, Did including uh, things like the Masters. Yeah, the Masters is it's one of my favorite uh, weeks of the year for many reasons. Um, it's one of my wife's favorite weeks, too, because our daughter was born April 1st and she was home. And so that's all we did was watch the Masters. Um, but yeah, so, so fun. I can't wait. Tiger's going to announce if, if he's going to play today, which he's going to. Um, Do you think he is? Yeah, 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 for sure. He wouldn't just hang out there for a few days and golf with Billy Horschel. He played yesterday. He played Sunday. Yeah, he no. played with Justin Thomas yesterday. Uh, Sunday, he played with Billy Horschel, and uh, I expect him to play. And of course, when he plays, he thinks he can win. Um, interesting, you know, Augusta, they're so secretive, and they don't let a lot of people there. Mm -hmm. Did you hear who they let on the grounds? Um, Will Smith? No. Dude Perfect. Dude Perfect? Dude Perfect. Do you know who Dude Perfect I is? Don't. You don't? Brandon no. does. They're the guys that do all those trick shots. Oh, dude, perfect. Yeah, your grandson James is in love with them. Mm -hmm. Masters um, let dude perfect film a YouTube skit on really? number 11 at Augusta. Wow. I mean, times have changed, right? Traditions are falling. Uh, today, Jim Nance is uh, getting on a plane in New Orleans to get to Augusta for the Masters. Uh, he had a late night last night. As I think a lot of us did. Did you stay up and watch the game? I did, and I was, I was talking to a few of... Uh, a few of the guys here, and they, they didn't stay up for the, whole, for the no. whole game, but it didn't end until about 11.40, which is a little late for a school night. Mm -hmm. And I um, toyed with the idea of uh, taping in the end of it and watching it later, but I just couldn't stop watching it. It just was a, an amazing game. Kansas down 16 points at one point in the first half. I think they were down more than that at one uh, point. Well, yeah. It was the biggest comeback in NCAA tournament uh, title game history. Yeah. So. Yeah, down 15 at halftime, and it's weird how, um, you know, legacies can change in the matter of 45 <laughs> minutes. Um, you know, Bill Self in Kansas were looking like they were going to get blown out, and he was going to have another choke job at the top of his resume, big game Bill, and then they turn it around and uh, – knock off Carolina, and Carolina was just gassed, but it was a, uh, it was a fun game to watch. Very high-level uh, high game, and I think the pandemic really has allowed college basketball to be at a little bit of a higher level than it's been in the past few years. You've got a lot of grad transfers playing, and, and kids stayed in an extra year, so mm -hmm. I think the level of basketball was better this year. Yeah, we saw grad students on uh, pretty much every uh, NCAA basketball team this year. Uh, early on, if you were watching, it um, looked like it was going to be a uh, runaway Kansas. Then toward the end of the first half, uh, all North Carolina, and I think there were people that turned it off and thought, well, it's a blowout. I thought about it. I did but, too. But uh, stuck <clears throat> with it because 
Yeah, it was fun to watch. A lot of fun. So yesterday, <clears throat> I noticed you um, showed some uh, pictures from spring break. Just a couple, yeah. Just a couple, but um, there were a couple more I thought um, I'd like to share with our sure, audience. Sure, let's check them out. And <clears throat> we're in North Carolina in the Outer Banks. I don't call it spring break anymore. No? I call it a family trip. Family trip. Um, so it was all the whole family. This was, uh, we had a great view. Awesome. On uh, the shores of the Atlantic Ocean. And we had all of my family, my mom, my two sisters, my brother. Oh, yeah. There's Andy with James at, where was that? That's not James, that's or, Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> that was at that, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm a grandpa. That was I'm at not that, supposed to know the kids' names. It was at that high-end re restaurant where Joey and Katie acted like they owned the place. <laughs> and my grandma and I split a burger and a fish. And there's, uh, who are those people? My mom and my brother. Matt, um, older brother or younger brother? He is your younger brother. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I must say I love Matt uh, a lot more now that uh, he's found Tammy. We had a combo birthday party for Ella's 11th and my mom's 92nd. And we had a uh, competition. Is it cake? <laughs> we had uh, a cake decorating cake contest, decorating. Brandon. Ella decorated her cake. I think hers was the best. And that's it. Yeah, her we had fun. That's, yeah, the um, Skycam view of her cake. I didn't quite understand um, your cake. Can you explain the design? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, my nephew, is a big sports card fan, and uh, so it's actually, it's facing the wrong way, but that's actually a Hunter Dickinson uh, jersey autograph patch trading card. Oh, of course, now I see it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you did not. You did not win the uh, cake decorating. No, contest. we didn't win, but we had a hell of a time. And my mom with her uh, cake. This, the shot of my mom you showed yesterday. She wasn't smiling. Well, you know that's kind of a Holly tradition. <laughs> uh, not a, not a lot of smiles on cue. No. So, but oh, I didn't know you took a picture of this. This I gotta tell you. I've never been so angry in my life, Brandon. <laughs> Here I am cleaning the house up because that's what I do. And uh, come to find out that whoever bought those garbage bags while they were at the Dollar Tree, mm -hmm. yeah, okay. Yeah, there's someone in our family. You did help me clean it up, but like, tell everyone what's in there. Like, barbecue from high cotton. There's chicken bones all over the floor. Sauce. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a closer-up shot of this, but I think I thought it was um, too graphic for, your, for morning TV. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Living the high life. Uh, there I am, like, fake looking at my phone, just trying to get through this. Was it strange that it was another guy? Yes. <laughs> yes, Brandon. I, th I thought so. I've only had a few in the past. Um, yeah, so that was the first time. Strange man touching your feet. You said it. <laughs> my mom got everyone gifts because we had uh, milestone birthdays. Four, two people were 40, mm -hmm. uh, someone was uh, 60, someone was 70. You see that Diet Coke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's so, Ella? Yeah, Ella was in there next oh, to yeah, me. Yeah, I was in there. Good Lord, man. We were able, even though it wasn't really warm, uh, the kids uh, played in the ocean. You ever have to go to the bathroom when you're in there getting a pedicure, Brandon? <laughs> Woo! All the time. What's in the back? I can't say. <laughs> Actually, the um, 
your uh, daughter throwing uh, her cousin into the ocean. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. We had a good time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oops. Oops. And that's not, uh, you know, that's not the Florida ocean. It's like 35 degrees year round there. Uh, yeah. So you don't see a lot of swim. Was this, was this your idea? It was. Yeah, it was. Up to his neck. Oh, we went to the movies. One yeah, this, is, this was weird. I didn't even know they had a movie theater down there, and you guys all wanted to rush through dinner so you could get to the movie on time. <laughs> we wanted to get good seats. Well, and you did. We were the only people in the movie, and I can't even tell you the name of the movie. This looks like a, a, a billboard for the Jackson Trippers. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Sandra Bullock movie. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't know who else was in it. And the whole family, we... Uh, Got the whole family in a uh, photo. My mom and uh, all our grandkids and uh, all our cousins and nieces and nephews and brothers and sisters. And, yeah, it's a fun time. Yeah, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll all take a break from each other till next year, mm -hmm. which is good. Okay. Um, you know what's interesting? I got something in the mail from Rite Aid on Wisner Street. Rite Aid on Wisner Street? That's the one by the Joanne Fabrics. Never been in it. I have. I got my booster shot there months yeah. ago. But anyways, I got a piece of mail that says, hey, we're closing, and um, we've sent all of your records to Walgreens. That's weird. It is weird. Why wouldn't you just send them to another Rite Aid? I don't know. Is it based on, like, the neighborhood thing? I don't know. I have but no idea. Either way, if you're going to that Rite Aid, they're closed now. Hmm. Well, that is a nice Walgreens. It is a nice Walgreens, but I go to the, you know, mm -hmm. Browns, so... Tonight, the city council meets at uh, 6.30, and uh, once again, they're going to sell the Hayes Hotel. Hotel Hayes, as it was originally known, is uh, likely to be sold tonight for $25,000 to the J. Jeffers and Company uh, of Milwaukee, a developer that has had some success in developing historic structures, mainly in Milwaukee. Hmm. They've done some beautiful work. I looked at some of the um, photos of some of their uh, restorations of buildings like this, and they've done a beautiful job. Their plan is to provide mixed-use development, housing, retail, restaurant, and corporate offices. So this is the first step. We, uh, as we all know, everyone that lives here knows that there have been many attempts to develop this building. And according to Scott Fleming, head of the Anchor Initiative, this is a project that has been in the works um, for more than a year with the Jeffers Company. They brought them in. They've spent the whole year uh, determining whether this project could be feasible. So I think it has a pretty good chance of uh, being successful. Yeah, I hope so. So you know, people may wonder why that dollar amount is so low. Well, the investment that uh, that company will will bring will be major, um, you know, probably in, probably $20 million, right? I mean, who even knows how much? Well, the estimate of uh, the cost of restoration of this building uh, has been anywhere from 25 to $35 million. Yeah. So it uh, will be a big, um, big investment and the biggest in downtown Jackson. Yeah, it would be um, just wonderful and really would kind of complete that block of, of downtown, really. Um, mm. That would be as bustling as the, as this block, so that would be that would be great to see. So hopefully it works. Hopefully it happens. Across the street, Commonwealth Associates is turning the former Comerica building into its corporate headquarters, 
and that is uh, hopeful to open later this year. So they're very excited that there will be development um, next door or across the street. Yeah, social security offices, believe it or not, they've been closed since the beginning of the really? pandemic, but uh, they will reopen Thursday, April 7th. They've been closed since March 17th, wow. 2020. So I know people are anxious to get back into that secretary of state office. Not, but yeah, so. Uh, I went a year without getting my car registered. <laughs> Almost, I'm close. Um, I'm like 35 days. I, I told you I was going to do that. I have been to the Secretary of State office, and the uh, staff is that what we're talking? No, Social Security. Social Security. Social Security. What did I say? You said I said Social Security. But offices. then you talked about getting I your know. driver's license. You Man, don't do that. I really screwed that one up, didn't I? No Sorry. There's a problem. Maybe I need Social Security. <laughs> I was going to tape the national championship, Noah, because I was going to watch the end of it this morning. So, I was going to DVR it. There you go. We still call it tape. Uh, we're still continuing to follow the pandemic here. We are two years plus into this. Dr. Cortland Cotain was on our show yesterday. He said that there are only eight people at Henry Ford Jackson Hospital right now being treated, none on ventilators and none in ICU. Hospitalizations are the lowest they've been since the start of the pandemic, early 2020. So that is good news. And uh, statewide hospitalizations are down, uh, case counts are down. I was talking to an emergency uh, physician yesterday morning, and in the last three weeks, he's only seen one COVID case. Yeah, that's great news. I, I talked to a lot of people that um, traveled and, and were sick upon arrival, you know, and then they went and got COVID tests and, and were negative. And I think people are realizing that, yeah, you're going to get the spring and summer cold, congestion, bronchitis is out there, uh, allergies. So mm -hmm. the regular sicknesses are still happening. And it's, it's not always COVID, but it's, it's, it's tough. You know, when you're traveling, you think you get sick and then, oh my gosh, I have COVID. So. Well, a lot of people had long-term plans for spring break, yeah. including our own Jeff Steers, yeah. who is going to uh, go on a cruise with his lovely wife, Missy, Oh, this got is... to Miami uh, and had their COVID tests. One of them uh, was negative, one was positive. And I said, Jeff, why didn't you just go on the cruise by yourself? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that was just a disaster for them. So that's mm. awful. Hey, today's show is brought to you by Jump start nutrition and energy jumpstart is a place for high energy and good vibes serving delicious protein shakes energy teas loaded protein coffees and so much more we're healthy bartenders keeping you entertained while we serve the best to you and jumpstart is located at 1220 west parnell road in the parnell road plaza and speaking of good uh, and healthy food later in today's show uh, we will introduce you to some of the new items that will be available at Comerica Park this year for the Tigers games. Tigers uh, home opener is Friday against the White Sox and tickets have been selling briskly. It's likely to be a sellout. Uh, they haven't had a home opener for uh, two years. Last year um, they had a home opener but people weren't allowed to go. Right. Uh, the year before they didn't start their season till July. So Didn't we uh, go to a Tigers game? Uh, yeah. During COVID? Yeah, During we COVID? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Noah, During Noah uh, took us through the old Packard plant on our way there. Remember? <laughs> you, you guys definitely are not allowed to ride together to sporting events <laughs> anymore. 
Never uh, count on Noah to be your navigator. <laughs> the old Packard plant is nowhere near uh, Comerica Park. Well, you got to be careful. You got you to tell them the exact address. <laughs> Who's on the show today? Hey, we've got a great show for you. We're going to get things started with Julie Baker from JPS right after this quick break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Good morning. So we're, we're in the uh, midst of getting everyone ready for kindergarten at JPS. How are yes. things going? Really, really well. Um, we've got our, our dates set and um, lots of planning taking place uh, with all of our partners and we're ready to go. It's a series of kindergarten roundups mm -hmm. because you offer kindergarten at how many different buildings? Seven. Wow. Yeah, seven different buildings. Well, that, that's what we're up to now. So. That's amazing. Yeah, with the addition of Lewis, John R. Lewis, we're really proud of that school, so. Now, you have purposely scheduled these on on different days because right. you're going to have um, pretty much a, a traveling roadshow mm -hmm. uh, showing up at every one of these but it also gives families an opportunity to yeah. maybe compare right right to get a, a chance to come in and see what the different offerings are um, to meet the staff tour the buildings um, so they they have an opportunity to to see everything and we've had We've had so much renovation that I think sometimes we get people that just kind of want to see the buildings yeah. too, you know, Probably so some changes. former students bringing their sure. kids in that just can't even believe what yeah. they're seeing. Yeah, it's how, gorgeous. How, how has kindergarten changed in the last, since I was there maybe 35 years ago? Are there still crayons? There's still crayons. <laughs> um, we don't take naps anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, the naps are gone, right? And you know, the, the um, we're looking for kids to be reading by the time they leave. Right. So it's a lot different than I was there, mm -hmm. you know, when I was there too. I used to go home at lunchtime and have spaghettis and I was yeah. done for the day. I think you know? I had a half day and, and there was like an hour carpet square nap. So yeah. probably like an hour <laughs> of kindergarten each day. <laughs> yeah. My kindergarten was in our neighbor's basement. Was <laughs> 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 Yeah. yeah. Sounds like fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You, you did not have the, the JPS Roundup available where you live. No. Which would have, no, would have helped you probably. <laughs> so you'll have uh, a lot of fun things, including food, and you'll be uh, having some handouts. Yes. We'll have uh, t-shirts that are very, very popular. They have class of 2035 or two cl class of 2036 for our young fives kids that enroll. Um, those are big hits. And then uh, they can put those on and get their pictures next to the school bus or something else while they're there. So that's big. Um, we give away bikes. Ooh. And then um, I really like this. We're not, once again, just with COVID concerns, we're not serving food on site, but we are sending it home with them. And we have these practice packs because um, Lunchtime for the first month is nightmarish for everybody in kindergarten. So it's things like the milk cartons that are so hard to open so yes. you can practice mm -hmm. and the little packets of ketchup and mustard and things oh, yeah. like that and some other goodies. So <laughs> it's fun watching the, the kids. It's like they're out to eat by themselves for the first time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Capri Sun explosions. Yeah. Oh, wow. Those, yeah, those are good. Do not hold <laughs> the thing like that and put the straw in. September's not pretty in the cafeteria. <laughs> Julie, what goes into uh, planning the elementary and kindergarten curriculum? Um, a lot. I mean, we, we have to make sure that we're keeping things um, aligned, that our instruction lines up with the state standards and also the assessments that we're doing. And again, I mean, it's, you know, we really are expecting a lot from kids these days in terms of those standards that they've got to be reading by the end of the year. So um, that's why we, we um, came up with the, or we started doing the Young Fives program for kids that might just need a little bit. We call it the gift of time. They're just, they might, might need more than a year to be ready to move on, so. You're going to have um, displays, booths, um, yeah. info from yes. some of your partners. We have a ton of partners. Um, what's nice about this is it's a roundup, but it's also sort of a resource fair for our families. It's things that they're going to need or that might be useful for them um, as they prepare for kindergarten. So they can come through and the Jackson County Health Department is there and the Center for Family Health, give them information about vaccination and even do screenings for vision and hearing while they're there. Um, they can get information from our transportation department. Um, the libraries there, the YMCA, um, let me think, the Community Action Agency, ABC Academy. Um, oh, and then we've got True Community Credit Union is there and they'll get kids signed up for their own bank account with the Jackson Saves program. Nice. So. I know I'm gonna forget somebody, but um, we've got, oh, Jackson County um, ISD and then DHHS. So lots of information about what resources are available. Yeah, it's uh, a, a lot different than the last few years. It's a great opportunity for parents to really re-engage. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. There's a day in the life of the kindergartner that you wanna mm -hmm. share with our viewers, uh, an idea of what uh, the day might be like. Let's take a look. I start my day on the bus. Morning. Then I eat tasty breakfast. I make sure all my stuff gets in my cubby. Then we get to have carpet time with Mrs. Totes. I even learn colors in Spanish. Mi camisa es gris. We have work centers so I can learn to read, write, and spell. At the work centers, we get to play at recess. So I swing or play hide and seek. I always want you to have a healthy lunch. Then we get to listen to our teacher read us a story. Sometimes I just need a rest, so we take a brain break. After all that, day is over, it's time to go home. I can't wait to do it all over again tomorrow. A day in the life of a kindergartner at JPS looks fun. The bus rides are always fun. Do they get to take a practice bus ride? I don't know that they'll take a practice bus ride, but they'll let them take a tour on the bus. Oh, that's perfect. So, yeah. And then the other things that are, are really cool this year um, that parents will want to take advantage of is we do, we get our, we have our signups for um, our entrance testing that we do, and that'll help them make a decision about whether young fives or regular kindergarten is great. And this is the first year that we'll be able to have them register for our kindergarten kickoff camp, which happens in August. So they get to come in and be the only kids in the school for four half days, and they'll get to you know get oriented and acclimated before the big kids come. That's so, awesome. Yeah. How, do you have an idea of how many uh, kindergartners you uh, can take across the seven options? Oh, um, in most schools, there's at least two classrooms. So 50, 350, yeah, something wow. like that, 400. So 
lots of little ones yeah. coming in. And we saw bumper crop this year of kindergartners oh, and yeah. young fives, yes. What do parents so. need to bring with them on uh, Kindergarten Roundup Day? If they want to register, uh, they'll want to bring a birth certificate, um, their proof of um, vaccinations or immunizations. Um, they'll want to bring two proofs of their residence where they live, um, driver's license. Uh, that'll get them started for sure. And we can have them fill out registration paperwork. The other thing is they can go on um, online at jpsk12.org and they can start filling out that paperwork there so they don't have to sit around at a table with a pencil and, you know, at the time. Awesome. So. I think uh, Sharp Park Academy is the uh, last school to get the uh, the bond touch. And yeah. what, will that be done in, in time for fall? No, they'll just be getting started okay. on that. That's going to be a year-long thing, but it's going to be gorgeous. It'll just be gorgeous when it's finished. So everybody's very excited over there. Nice. We appreciate you coming in today, and I uh, hope you have a successful uh, roundup of kindergartners. Thank you very much. I appreciate you bringing me here today. Thanks. Julie Baker, Assistant Superintendent for Elementary Curriculum and Federal Programs at Jackson Public Schools. That was a day in the life of a kindergartner, next a day in the life of a 911 operator. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.TV. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Operated for Mulins, prides themselves on offering quality name brand furniture at affordable prices. Thanks to Vermulins for helping us bring you today's show. Our next guests are from the County of Jackson, Director of the Jackson County Central Dispatch Communications Center, Jason Hammond, and 911 Dispatcher, Alyssa Tingley. Welcome. Good morning. Thank Good morning. You. Thank you for having us. Some uh, behind the scenes people you don't even think about uh, until you need them. And uh, it's such a critical part of our, uh, uh, our safety and, and health in, in our community. I guess if we don't hear a lot about you guys, it's a good thing. Yes. Right. When you hear something about us, it's usually bad. <laughs> something we did wrong, yes. Um, citizens, a lot of times, don't know when to call 911. You'll see something maybe happening, and you say, should we call 911? And, you know, when's, when should you call 911? For me, if you're thinking if you should or not, you should. Okay. And let us determine if it's a real emergency or even a non-emergency. If it's right. a non-emergency, we're going to still send the proper authorities. Right. To that we wouldn't be bothering you with a possible emergency. No, not at all. It's good to know. That's part of our job. You have some regulars though? <laughs> we, do. we do, yes, we do. Alyssa, what are some types of uh, ways that um, people can communicate with you? Is it just phone? Um, anybody can call into 911 or we also have um, the option to text in now if you're unable to call. Oh, that's great. And I think from um, you know TV drama, people assume that uh, the 911 dispatcher knows everything as soon as the, the phone gets answered. Uh, where you are, what kind of phone you're calling from, what your emergency is. But you have to go through a series of uh, questions. And I know people wonder, why so many questions? Um, the questions that we ask are important to the officers responding, so that way they can get information. Um, 
prior to getting there so they know what they're getting into, um, as well as it kind of helps us uh, get a picture of what is going on. What happens during the call and then what happens after the call, Alyssa? Um, so we have dispatchers at different positions. Uh, the call taker would be taking the call while other dispatchers would be sending the officers and um, any other agencies that need to be dispatched. Must be um, very rewarding knowing that you're helping to save lives, uh, prevent um, crises, but do you ever get to find out the resolution? Are you curious as to how yeah. things end up? Sometimes, yeah, we do get to find out sometimes, but sometimes we are left hanging on that too. Do you have some uh, maybe non-emergency funny calls that you've gotten that you can share with us? Um, I'm not too sure about funny. Uh, we do get a lot of non-emergent uh, report calls and stuff like yeah. that. But Like a sign in the neighbor's yard or something like oh, that? Oh yeah, a yeah. lot of. <laughs> My neighbor's fence is one inch over. Yeah, yeah could a you lot send of nuisance calls. Yeah. It's got to be a lot of pressure because, um, you know, one wrong turn, you've got, uh, you know, potential to be uh, broadcast worldwide uh, of what not to do or when something goes bad. And that's got to be on your mind you know, during a shift, doesn't it? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we just try to stick to our policies as much as we can to avoid that, but. With um, cell phones, um, are you able to tell, do you have a map that shows where the call's coming in from? Um, it does show, um, <clears throat> not on all phones, but it does show for the most part on cell phones, um, at least a tower location. Sometimes we are able to get a better location um, from a phase two or rapid SOS. Jason, who all uh, do you dispatch for in the county? Every fire agency, every police, ag police agency. So we got 15 fire departments, six wow. uh, police departments. And also, we also, for fire departments, we use outside agencies sure. to help out. So we have anywhere from Lenaway, Calhoun, uh, Ian County, they will actually come and assist sure. our fire department. So. Now, when you um, dispatch, do you um, know where uh, certain cars or uh, personnel are and assigned directly to do search out? Um, yep, we are able to see the unit's locations on the maps um, and then send them from there by who would be the closest available. Are they um, like on GPS too? Mm-hmm. So you know where, you know a lot. We know where everybody's at, yes. We can't prank call you like we used to. We're showing some, some shots. Talk about some of the, uh, the updates Jason, in the, in the last eight years that you guys have made to the center? So a few of the things is the phone system. Um, we, have a, we had a very antiquated phone system back when we were at the courthouse. Mm -hmm. um, when we moved 2014 to the Human Service Building, we <laughs> updated the phone system and we actually updated it again, um, uh, which gave us texting. And now we're updating it again, hopefully this year. Uh, it was approved by the county commissioners uh, last year. Um, we're going to create a geo-diverse phone system, which for our backup center and our main center to work simultaneously together, uh, bringing up both centers. So if one does go down, the other system will pick up and we will have, never have a failure. Yeah. So it's the redundancy. Um, we also include rapid SOS into our call. <coughs> what that does is give us a better GPS location on cell phones than we used to get. Okay. Um, it used to be 60 meters to 90 meters, which is quite a distance. And now with the newer phones and rapid SOS, we can get it down to one meter sometimes. That's great. Um, and, and really, you know, you're thinking when as a, a citizen calling 911, if, if you, you want 
the person responding to the emergency there as quick as possible. All this technology and advancement really helping with public safety. Correct. I've been at the uh, Sheriff's Department annual awards a few times and every year um, one of the uh, the uh, folks recognized for uh, either bravery or for life-saving or for you know above and beyond is a 911 dispatcher and it's great to see that you get that recognition, but it also it points out that you, do, you are saving lives. You feel that weight? Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, we have a lot of amazing people that we work with, so um, a lot of them do do a lot of things that are nice to be recognized. Um, we do have Dispatcher Appreciation Week coming up. I believe it's the 10th through the 16th, so that does kind of help a little bit. Gives us some dress-up days at work yeah. and something to look forward to. How should we observe uh, this? We shouldn't call you. To we shouldn't call, no. <laughs> no, but you have to be on, you're on alert all day. You, you're not oh, yeah, checking your Facebook like other people at their job. You're locked in, right? Oh, yeah. Anytime we take that call, it's about getting the information yep. in as quickly as we can. How, about how many calls do you, do you get a day? About anywhere from 600 to 800, depending on the day. Oh, my different, gosh. Different storms <laughs> brings up different things, but yearly it's... This last past year, we had 222,000 calls. Oh my gosh, I, I would have guessed way lower than that. That's yeah. amazing. Well, you know, everybody's got the phone. So, you know, if you're on the highway and there's an accident, there could be, you know, dozens of people right. calling exactly. in the same. Yeah, we'll get multiple callers. And what does that, what does like that, that happen? You'll say, I, I you know, we're, we're getting this reported in and try and get those people yeah, off the line um, quicker. Yeah, we normally would just tell them that we are aware of it and we have, you know, the appropriate agencies coming as quickly as they can. Do you have to know things like CPR? Have you had to stay on the line and give people instructions on how to? Um, how we are, uh, we actually, for medical calls, transfer over to the ambulance company. So they would do the EMD or emergency medical dispatching mm -hmm. part of it. Um, but what we would do the fire departments or police side of it. Have you ever had that call that someone says there's, um, there's an, an intruder and they want you to stay on the line until the police get there oh yeah we've had several of those and um you know it is nice to kind of stay on the line to make sure that they are out with the officer and speaking to them before we let them go so it's nice to know we have um such a great uh team providing this uh valuable service so we uh we salute you and all all of the people on your team thank you very much thank you yeah thanks, thanks for all you guys do appreciate it yeah thank you have you called 911 mm, yeah 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 yeah. We all have. We, we all have called 911. <laughs> Good to see you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Jason Hammond, director of the Jackson County Central Dispatch Communications Center and Jackson County 911 dispatcher, Alisa Tingley. More of the morning show after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, equipment, JTV morning, hey, news that brings Thanks Jackson together. Again, of course. Yeah. yeah, so we were kind of blowing snow uh, last time you were here. Now it's like, yeah. you know, we got to get ready for spring. Yeah. How do we get ready for spring? Well, you're, you're saying this 
after yesterday. <laughs> it was like huge chunks well, of snow. Michigan today. weather, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to get into the sick, the high 60s next week, yeah. and hopefully warm up. But yeah, I brought a couple uh, think spring type items with me today. Some some electric stuff that Toro puts out, yeah. but. Yeah, we're definitely, we have uh, switched gears. I think the last time I, I came up here, we were pure power sports, uh, kind of thinking in that world. Yeah. And uh, now we're thinking zero turn mowers, which is our other specialty. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You know, one thing I was actually was thinking about yesterday as I see that trimmer you brought, I was talking yeah. to a lawn care company, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how certain trees and shrubs needed to be uh, trimmed so you can get the proper sunlight and water to to your grass, I had never even yeah. thought of something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell you what, like the electric world, it's, uh, I, I'm a junkie for trying to learn, right, grow my business, so I watch these lawn care guys on YouTube and try to see where the trend's going and this and that, and there's a guy on YouTube that, he's a commercial contractor and he has completely switched over to electric, you know, which hmm. is, you, you wouldn't think that that's a, a product for that kind of guy, right. right? But I've seen a few things where, the, the power is there. And even for us, right, you want to be this manly man and use something that's got gas have a, and the yeah. carburetor, all that. But, I mean, we use that. This blower is actually one that we use in our own shop uh, to, to clean things in there. It's just it's convenient that there's nothing to worry about breaking, going right. wrong, and you just press a button. You know, I could grab this right now and just blow it in your face, you know, and it'd be that easy. <laughs> no, I don't have to pull anything. <laughs> well, the first um, electric uh, line care tools were actually corded and you yeah. had to plug yeah. in yeah and that yeah, people well, mowing the lawn dragging the cord yeah that's kind of the crazy thing with toro is like these batteries i'm going to pull it up here sure. um these batteries pop right out well they make a push mower a toro does this very battery can go right in the really? push mower so from a push mower to a trimmer a pull saw all sorts of random things that's what's really cool and unique about the system is you can pop it into anything and there's competitors out there that are doing similar things uh, and it's really growing in popularity for sure and i didn't think you know before i actually saw some of the product and grab like i said but we use this all the time i mean it's really easy am i gonna get in trouble here to fire it up and you got a couple different power settings so it's really easy to use um and that's that's what's nice about those but uh yeah we got a whole pallet of this really? stuff in yesterday awesome. so it's you know hot on my mind how about but. the toro i are there a, a a new partner of yours um, yeah. do you have equipment ready for people to buy this spring we do we've got probably about five residential grade 50 inch mowers uh, toro has what's called the my ride suspension system and it's literally this completely suspended platform. You sit in it and you feel like you're on a cloud almost, the comfort level. You know, there's other brands out there that are really known for, for that comfort, the Ferris is the yeah. simplicities with the shock system. And this is Toro's rival to that super comfortable system. So you can get that without that, of course, but so we got a lot of residential uh, options. And then we do have just a couple of commercial grade things. And it's, uh, you know, it's just the times right now you order yeah. you order a lot and you see a little but but uh, what makes us unique is our focus on the used product yeah. you know so we have uh, probably 10 to 15 used zero turn mowers right now so there's a lot of options yeah. and stuff that's not going to break the bank besides Toro as well yeah it's so. interesting you know on the on the used equipment people think 
can I get financed on used equipment? Are there financing options? Yeah, so we've actually partnered uh, with a company called Terrace Finance. It's right on our website. So whether you're buying a 15-year-old mower or something that's a brand new Toro, we do have financing options, even for if you don't have great credit. So that could be a really great option. You think the only way I can get financed right. is to get something brand new. And maybe you, you, you want to save some money and still be able to finance. You get all that option with something that's used. Yeah, so. that's cool. I didn't yeah. realize that you could finance uh, certain used equipment. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Is there uh, winter equipment that converts to summer equipment? Uh, like a tractor that you take the plow off and put a mower deck on? Yeah, we do. We sell some tractors. We'll get into some really big diesel stuff, and it's not our uh, the common thing. Uh, a riding lawnmower. Uh, but really, our specialty is ATVs, side-by-sides, and zero-turn mowers. So we'll get some stuff outside of that. Zero-turn mowers aren't known for being versatile. That's the thing that you're going to kind of go back and forth on. And people even think they can't pull something with a zero-turn mm -hmm. mower. And you absolutely can, you know, pull uh, an attachment behind you. So mm -hmm. just kind of a common misconception. But... Uh, Four years ago when I started the business, I had never, here I am running an equipment dealership, I had never been on a zero-turn mower four years ago. Yeah. And I got on one and I thought, gosh, it's a lot of money you know, to invest into a piece of equipment. But I'm telling you what, when you do it one time, you, you change something. I grew up on the three, $400 riding lawnmower that dad told me to you know, go around on, right? And it's something that it's like, ah, oh, you know, I really don't want to go do that. Getting it on a zero-turn mower, it's a different experience. It turns something into, I don't want to do this, to I look forward to it, yeah. you know? So you, you almost create like an entertainment experience, and that's part of what maybe can help you justify doing that because it's it's a more enjoyable experience to be on a zero-turn mower. Yeah, you see all the lawn care companies. Everyone's <laughs> on a zero-turn, relaxing and enjoying themselves. Yeah. Talk a little bit about <laughs> your, uh, uh, your service and... You know, I talked to someone, they had bought a 2004 from you guys, mm -hmm. and they were a little nervous about just buying used equipment. You guys yeah. called them up a couple months later just to check on, uh, see yeah. how it was going. Yeah. Talk about yeah. your, uh, kind of your relationship with customers that you want to build. Yeah. So we try to, uh, within somewhere between one and three months after the sale, we like to follow up with everyone and make sure that the, the piece of equipment's working well. And I, that holds me accountable. Mm -hmm. I do not, you know, we go off and buy from private parties to get this used equipment. And, and I want that to last for someone. The last right. thing I want is for something to go wrong right away. You know, occasionally with used equipment, it can happen. That's why we have a 30-day warranty. Yeah. Um, but we go through stuff top to bottom to avoid that, you know, from happening. But we are not out for the one-time sale. We're trying to gain the customer base. We want to keep the relationship moving forward. We want you to come back. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to make sure you're happy with, with yeah. the transaction. So. I like coming over to the showroom because everything you have is fun. Yeah, yeah. So the, the the motto is tool or toy, we yeah. have it, you know. So whether it's uh, something to, to cut the lawn or whether it's a utility vehicle or whether it's a, a 900cc razor that you can rip 70 miles an hour, <laughs> you know, you can come to Howe Equipment and, and have some fun. If I'm looking for something, can you help me find it? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll get this a lot of the time, you know, because we specialize on use. We'll say, hey, do you have this piece of equipment? We'll say, well, no, but we've gotten probably two or three of those in the last few months and rate your name uh, and information, uh, put it on the board and when that comes through the door, you're getting a call, you know? So that could be kind of something, if you know that, hey, I'm looking for a Honda Pioneer, four seat side by side, uh, you know, give us a call, let us know because that item could come through our door and uh, 
people like getting the first crack at something that's used, you know, yeah. we can give that opportunity and give you a call. For so. sure. Have you ever been on a zero turn mower? Yeah, I know you have. I have. <laughs> I know you have. Yeah, can you give people instructions? Because it, oh, it takes yeah, a while absolutely. to get It takes to some it. people yeah. a while. It took me a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now are, you, uh, are you good on the zero turn mower? Did it take a little bit of a learning curve? It took me a little while. Yeah. Did it? I mowed the, uh, um, the airport runways. <laughs> okay. I, I think I drove by and I saw. Yeah, know, that was, <laughs> that was not but, that good. No, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. We try to, you know, show you how to do that. And uh, to me, one one or two times giving a full cut, you gain a heck of a lot, you know, and, and comfortability yeah. with it as well. But, uh, yeah, I I mean, is it more fun than being on a riding it track? Is. Would you agree yeah. with me? Oh, yeah. yeah. So he hasn't lived is what you're telling that's me. Right. That's right. Need to get on I okay. haven't lived. I, I watch videos of you riding them. And, okay, you know, that's I'm not living the same. vicariously <laughs> yeah, through not, you. Not the same. So. <laughs> get over to How Equipment, and uh, whether you just want to tune up on your equipment or you want to browse, browse the uh, showroom, go see uh, Matt and the crew over at How Equipment. Matt, thanks for being with us this Thank morning. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be right back to wrap up the show after this quick break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly uh, McClure at ViewerMail at JTV.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson park. together. Quite a few. There's about a dozen new items, including they've got hmm. uh, the notorious PIG, which is smoked pulled pork, macaroni and cheese, mm. onion straws, and pickled jalapeno peppers mm. drizzled with barbecue sauce on an onion roll. That's such an, an easy to eat item. Nothing's easy to eat except <laughs> a foil wrapped hot dog. Uh, That's really good, but you know, ballparks have changed. There's so many places to sit and eat. Mm -hmm. I think you're not giving the sandwich enough credit. Motor City chicken, tender pork loin wrapped in bacon drizzled with spicy Michigan maple syrup. Uh, don't add stuff to maple syrup, please. This is um, interesting. Looks this like a Qdoba bowl. Uh, gyro nacho. Crispy pita chips, carved uh, gyro meat, chopped romaine lettuce, diced tomato onions, and tzatziki. Tzatziki. Did I say that right? Remember Olga's Kitchen? I do remember Olga's Kitchen. Like They're still here. open, believe it yeah. or not. Um, this is um, a selection of pasties. Pasties, a Michigan, uh, northern Michigan uh, tradition. Pasties? You can get pasties. What did I say? Pasty? Pasties? Pasties. Pasties. I like to say pasties. They're pasties. pasties it's kind of no, like how pasties. I pronounce that kid from um, Illinois' name. So you've got four of them. Brisket and mac and cheese pasty. Uh, Polish pasty with cheddar and potato pierogies stuffed inside. Mm. Grilled smoked sausage and sauerkraut. Apple with uh, apples and cinnamon. And... Coney. Oh, yeah. Coney pasty. Rich, flaky crust stuffed with ballpark frank slices, Coney sauce, mustard, and diced onions. And because it's the Detroit Coney, it's a mess. So just some of the uh, new items. Cool. I can't wait to try some of those. Yeah. Milk and cookies. Ooh. Impossible burger. Uh, That's a fake yeah. burger. About 12, 15 new items. 
And depending on the refreshment stand, they'll be available all throughout uh, the stadium. Nice. So. Um, there are a few spring uh, events tonight. I'm not sure if they'll happen. I don't know what the field conditions are Oh, it's going to be like. a nicer bite. Is it? Okay, yeah. well, we have to see what the uh, field conditions are like. There's uh, the schedule up on the screen there. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have some highlights or photos from some of this stuff. I know the spring sports coaches want to get these things played. And mm -hmm. it's, such a, it's so hard. It's such a hard start to the season. It happens every year. It sure does. But, it, you know, we had, so we had um, delays in winter sports because of COVID. And now we'll have weather delays. Yep, Do always you, happens. Yeah. Um, Kanye West is backing out of Coachella. Good. Uh, he backed out. Actually, he was disinvited from the Grammys. He still won, too. Yeah. They asked him not to. Uh, he was allowed to come if he wanted to, but I, I don't think he went. No, and he's actually, he, uh, he had to serve a 24-hour, I think, Instagram ban for a racial mm -hmm. uh, something directed at Trevor Noah, who insulted him. Yeah. A lot of social media insults. That's yes. where you get them. He was irresponsible on social media. So we didn't talk about the slap. Or the uh, Grammys. Did you watch either? I No, you know I didn't. I watched, you sh ran over with your laptop to show <laughs> me what Will Smith did, and I thought it was fake. <laughs> and I didn't watch the Grammys because um, I'm not interested in it. So I'm just not interested. Mm -hmm. And we were talking yesterday, some of the artists that win, you have never even heard their song. So I I've never even heard of them. That's and also all true. the performers, uh, they touch themselves during the performance for some reason. I don't know why that is. I don't know <clears> why, <throat> why that is. New, uh, what do you think Elon Musk's going to do with his, with his $3 billion worth of Twitter? You know why he bought it? He hates Twitter, and he's mad at Twitter, so he he's going to buy it. it all and close it. Yeah. He's going to lock, lock the door. So, yeah, he now owns 9.2%. Twitter. Good thing he's doing um, good with all that, all that uh, wealth. Join us tomorrow. We'll have Sheriff Gary Schutte alongside Mayor Daniel Mahoney. And we'll have Joe Sharp with Pat O'Dowd from Printer Source Plus. This afternoon, Melissa Seifert, Anhalita Gunn, Josh Smith, Holly Balanceg, and Bob Kellum. Thanks for watching. We'll see you this afternoon.